Hi, this is Cameron. And I'm Jorge Luis. And today we have part two of our third quarter update to bring everyone up to speed what's happened this summer and early fall. Let's continue to hear all these updates and let's start now. Hopecast. Learning about the life and mission of education equals hope. Welcome to the Education Goals Hope Hopecast. I'm Cameron Graham Vivanco. And I am Jorge Luis Rodriguez. I am the co-founder of Equals H and the director of the program here in Ecuador. And I am the coordinator of teams and training for Equals H in Ecuador as well. Education Goals Hope exists to provide for the education of students in desperate and difficult situations. And our main goal for this podcast is to keep all of our dear listeners, supporters, and friends in ministry all over the world as to what is happening with our ministry. And especially those who are still in Africa. Because they're still there. (laughs) still there. Um, We are so grateful for you, and we could not do this without you. So thank you for joining us. And thanks for joining us for uh, a second episode of Season 4. Wow. Season 4. Did you ever imagine that we had a podcast? No. This is silly and ridiculous, but it's really fun. It's also really, it's it's wonderful. And um, what's really fun is when I come across people who are... uh, consistent listeners yes. and they know yes. stories is like they they listen and they pay attention they do pay attention and they know like most of the people involved with equals H of course know you but some of them feel that they know me too they're like oh wow it's Rojito I feel like it's a rock star they come and hug me and I'm like I have never seen you in my life <laughs> but it's so great it's so great I love it I love um, the faithfulness of our listeners, mm-hmm. um, because that's why what this podcast is for, so that we can keep you guys connected to what we are doing. Mm-hmm. That's exactly why we do it, um, so that we can continue to not just talk about relationship, but try to build relationship yes. relationship through the avenues that God provides. Okay, so we're still in the middle of our quarterly <laughs> update because a few yes. things have happened, but the good news is we've gotten to August. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, August, when summer program is over and there's no more teams or interns. It's it's true, but you had a very full August, um, as did most of the Equals H crew. So which would you like to start with, annual team meetings or your uh, the first Ecuador, Ecuador, Education Goals Hope team to Costa Rica that you were part of? Let's do chronologically and start with Costa Rica. Okay. Because the summer program was over. A Friday, and I left on a Tuesday morning yeah. or Monday night. I don't remember. But I, we just I just left very close to the ending of summer. And, yes, this was – we have to say that this was very um, – this was a blessing, and we never thought that we will have something like that happening. Receiving At least I never thought that I would be receiving a team um, – some of them that have come to Ecuador before, but in another country, mm-hmm. which is a whole different experience. So it was just a really wonderful experience. So this is the Church of the Advent in yes. Spartanburg, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. They had brought a pilgrimage to Ecuador in summer 2022. And then January of 2023, the Chicas team it was um, all, all young women and their moms are important um, adult women, the youth Mm -hmm. minister and their lives. Uh, And so they came here in January, but then 
the church was taking pilgrimage again the next summer, uh-huh. and they asked if they could go to Costa Rica with Equals H. So it was you and then Mika from our communication. Yes. <laughs> she she is our communications she department. Is. No, that's not true. She has Celeste and Caroline working that too. And then Celeste, and so the three of you kind of, and then Laura Jennings. Yes. Estevez who is from the Church of the Advent, which uh-huh. is how she and I know each other from 100 million years ago. Um, and, uh, of course, she is connected to Second Chances here in Ecuador in Casa Gabriel. Her husband directs that, but the Advent's her home church. And yes. so um, the four of you got to provide kind of extra, not extra as in uh, superfluous, but got to su- provide the external leadership. Yes. Uh, because Costa Rica has never accept, never had teams come through to yes. work with them. A huge shout out to Celeste and Laura. Celeste, she is um, involved in many, many things, but she is not hosting teams all the time. So the work that she did with all the logistics in a country that she has never received a team before was incredible. She did an amazing, amazing job. And all the connections that we have in Costa Rica my goodness, you cannot even imagine how deep they are and how incredibly intertwined they are. It's just it's just incredible to see that. And a shout out to Scott and Linda McAnally. Yes. Um, who direct the, well, the, they run Educational's yes. Hope in Costa Rica. And they are the aunt and uncle of April McAnally Moody, who a uh, dear friend who's on our board at Equals H. Just really fun to see all those things come together. So yeah. shout out to all of them and David Moody for all their support of Costa Rica and the ministry there. So tell us, how was that time? It was incredible. First, the experience of receiving a team in another country, it's very, very interesting. Because for some things, I did feel like we were the leadership. You know, they were looking at us and we were leading and, and kind of like drawing, designing the path that we will follow. Uh, but in other in other moments, at other moments, I, w- I was feeling like I was part of a team, being away from home, mm-hmm. and having to you know be aware of all the details in the hostel for the team, and having to share the room, and you know all these things, and trying new food, mm-hmm. and understanding why teams are still hungry after after we have served dinner, you know all those details. So it was very interesting in that side. Then the other, I'm, I'm really, really shocked about the connections. When when our teams come down to Ecuador from the States, they are always shocked about how deep our relationships are with ministry sites and how everything is crazily connected. So connected that they cannot understand what is their diocese, what is Equal Sage, what is Youth World, what is ministry sites, you know, <laughs> all that. I was able to see that in Costa Rica. Mm. Incredible people like Scott, uh, but he had like other people connected that are not exactly connected, but they are in some way connected. So it was just incredible. We served with an orphanage. Mm. Uh, we served with a ministry that is that has a church too, but it's mostly kind of like Carmen Bajo, like a community center for everybody um, in that neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And it's a very hard neighborhood. So they truly support a network of prevention for the youth that mm-hmm. are coming down. They provide uh, art classes, English classes, and they support tutor. They give tutoring classes for supporting the kids in math or in sciences or whatever they need. Um, and it's also wonderful to see how many people from all of San Ramon are coming to that center to serve. Not many people that that actually live in that neighborhood but coming all from San Ramon to just come and help. 
And all these people are Christians, which was wonderful, but not all of them go to the same church. Mm. So it was just, it was just incredible to see yes. all that. Uh, we also had a, um, a wonderful day. I would not say just morning, an entire day with the, the, the students. Mm. So just seeing that, I mean, they, they know Celeste, they have seen her before, but this time they were just so connected and so thankful that they will, like, many times just come to her and say, Celeste, thank you so much for what you're doing for us. You are truly changing my life and giving me a future. Wow. It was incredible to hear that and just be able to, you know, we, 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 don't, we don't do anything, but we're just part of the first row, and we can see how God is working in their life. So mm, that is amazing. wonderful. That is wonderful. Yay. Um, praise God for the, the ministry and the lives. Mm-hmm. That are being transformed there. So uh, that was your first week of August. That was my first week. Of and uh, John and Caroline had left Ecuador and had gone yes. back to the U.S. to be on furlough for them. Uh, and you came back to Ecuador, and you mm-hmm. and Rocio started uh, with the annual meetings. Yes, with all of our different ministry sites here mm-hmm. that are always very important, and we try to communicate about them in our podcast too. This is the intentional time that we get to sit down with each ministry site individually and understand, of course, hearing hearing their stories and understanding how they're doing. But also, in this year particularly, what I have to say is that we have been doing an incredible job. Actually, let me rephrase that. You, Cameron Blanco, <laughs> have been doing an amazing job for years to work with these people and form strong relationships, mm-hmm. which has come to the point where most of our ministry sites are partners with Equal Sage for 10 years, 12 years, five years, no, no, not less than that. So all of our ministry mm-hmm. sites have come to the point where they by themselves realize what we're doing is so huge that we need to come to the next level. Mm. What is that next level for us? Usually our ministry sites can be a little bit long because of what we have to share. But this year we had like... The meetings along. The meetings. The meetings uh, were like three-hour meetings because we were like, okay, we want to support you where you are, how you want to grow, but tell us what you want to do. And some of them were like, we have no idea. Some others were (laughs) like, we know what we want to do, but we don't know how to get there. Mm -hmm. So it was just an amazing, amazing moment of seeing that God is truly moving their hearts to not just keep on doing what they're, they're doing, but for more. Mm-hmm. How do we reach to more families? How, would, how do we go deeper with the families that we already have? Mm-hmm. Um, giving them the micro scholarships is enough, or should we now provide a tutor? Mm-hmm. Should we now do a community center for all of our community and not just for this? You know, it's, it's all that, and we are... Um, incredibly thankful and very excited to see what's coming up next we i just ask for you guys everybody that is listening to this podcast to keep on praying for each ministry site as they are just evolving you know in in this beautiful development in Mm -hmm. the community work that they are doing and for the leadership mainly because they have we have incredible leaders and they are so so committed engage with their communities mm-hmm. that they want to do things but they want to do them right Praise they don't God. just want to do whatever they want to be make sure that they're doing the right thing in the right time so it was just incredible to hear from all of them 
Um, yes, and they're just very excited. Most of what we have to do with the ministry sites this year is a lot of um, a spiritual development and leadership development, mm -hmm. leadership racing. You know, we have to uh, help them with that. And it's just incredible to see that that we, in a way, are paid for discipling. <laughs> you know, this is that's the greatest gift that we have. It is uh, a, unbelievable that the that people can get to a place where their basic needs are covered, and and that Maslow's hierarchy of needs, like they can start to not live in panic uh -huh. and not live in scarcity, but start to believe in themselves. Um, and see the community around them and see a hope in a future. What what a gift. Obviously, they're, every year there are different students that come through, and some students we've gotten to work with for, for decades, and some are just starting out. But to watch the ministry site leadership um, develop and mature and and choose how to move yes. forward mm -hmm. for the benefit so that they can live out their faith. Yes, exactly. Because none of our ministry site coordinators get paid. A couple of them get like no. a $50 a month stipend or Rocio at Carmen Bajo because it, she has 50-some students. Yes. Like there's a, a minimal amount, but this is not for personal gain. No. You know, this is people living out what it is they say they believe and that they believe that it's important that these young people would know that they are seen and known and loved right where they are. Yes. And God is reaching into their lives right where they are mm -hmm. through this amazing network of people that are listening in a podcast and who give, um, who give monthly or give quarterly and provide these micro scholarship funds. Yeah. And as I was meeting with them, I realized about one thing at the end of every uh, episode of our podcast, we encourage our listeners to, um, we encourage them to keep on donating or to start donating. But I want to encourage to everybody that is listening to this to pray for donations too. It mm -hmm. is very, very important. And as I was sharing to the ministry sites in our meetings, uh, let's keep on praying and let's keep on dreaming. Um, I also had the desire of sharing that in the podcast. Let's keep on praying for all what we need because mm -hmm. it's not just the money coming in. It's also the people that we need to raise up as leaders in this community. So let's keep on on praying for the donations and for the leadership that we need. And that community transformation. Mm -hmm. um, we uh, So y'all finished the annual team meetings. I got back into the country in time to do, uh, I think, one of them mm -hmm. with you, which was wonderful to just see the whole board and make sure everyone's on the same page. Um, we have spent many, uh, many a meeting with the Diocese <laughs> of Central Ecuador as we're hammering out details of how to start a launch, launch a university yes. program for the diocese. And this is because those of you who support, support Brenda Martinez have been so incredibly generous yes. that she was able to raise more than what she needed for her education. And now that's going to get to bless where we're still, we're already walking with seven more students out of Cristo Liberador um, and continue to walk that. And then this is going to be on, on top of that. Uh, but lots and lots of meetings to make sure that we're um, doing it, not only just the finances, but how to really hear um, Bishop Juan Carlos's heart and vision of this being their leadership training. And he's hoping that priests will come out of this for the yes. health and strength of the diocese. Um, and just how amazing to be able to watch that happen. We have two teams coming this fall. Um, Kehi, 
which we should go back and see if we've talked about who Kate is. <laughs> but it's a food distribution company uh, in the U.S. that part that is a faith-friendly company, and they have a desire for any and all of their employees, and they have their own leadership programs uh, to be able to experience um, service mm-hmm. service experiences like we do yes. here, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and a budding partnership and relationship with them uh, to be able to. Uh, to host people that God shows up in a way that interfaces with their their life and their world, and then they take that back into the business world of yes. of the U.S. So um, meetings about that and new ministry sites coming up in that. Of course, in October we had we just had the Day of Giving Hope, yay! Which people were incredible and gave over the amount that the goal was set for mm-hmm. and just so, so thankful for that finances. Of course, there's also the new school year yes. that has been launched in many a meeting with Rocio uh, Martinez, who does our finances in the office and um, getting the, the micro scholarship funds into the ministry site's hands and making sure that those are distributed and receipts coming back in. And it, it's a rough time. September's a rough time uh, because... It's expensive. <laughs> School's yes, expensive. Absolutely. But that we get to help ease that burden um, uh, so that young people can be in school. Um, we have uh, you uh, got to take Willie, and I'm mentioning him by yes. name. You want to tell us about this? Yes. Well, Willie has been our intern for two summers now. So many listeners know who Willie is. Yes. And we should actually have him t- talking about his story and all that. He belongs to a ministry that is part of Youth World, too. Um, that, that is La Roca. is an skateboard church. Incredible guy. He has been, as I said before, an intern with us two summers. Uh, but he expressed, actually, at the beginning of this year, he expressed his desire for going back to school. And he didn't know how to start that. He said that he had, like, a lot of lot of friends that he met during last summer. And now this summer, he met more friends. Who've been encouraging him to do it and have said, we yes. would love to support you in this. If you go do it. So he's in the process of raising funds, but yesterday. But yesterday, actually, um, the, the classes started, I think, the, the second week of September. And Willie was like, I want to go back to school. I want to go back to school. So he talked to me and he said, like, you know, I have all the information now. I don't know how we're going to do this, but let's start. So he said, yes, of course, we want to definitely help you and support you as much as we can. So we um, we went yesterday to the university, uh, the Universidad Internacional del Ecuador, that is like the International University of Ecuador. And it has um, um, a partnership with a university in the States that I don't remember right now which one is it. <laughs> but they have like the, that, that kind of degree too. So we just went and signed him up for the school year. He's going to do marketing and uh, he's going to do it virtually, uh, not presentially, uh, so that he can still work and do ministry and the other things that he is. But it's just an incredible first step in his life. And no worries, everybody. Second week of October, not second week of September. Yes. Um, is when classes uh, started. And so he was, he's, he's there. As he starts. Yes. This week. Um, and then just two more things really quickly uh, for this update. One, um, Brenda Martinez, who many of you know and love, who equals H uh, helped 
be able to provide for her to go through nursing school and her um, year of service for the government. Uh, and she is a board certified nurse and is working uh, in Youth World in a health initiative. But she asked if we, she could help us with equals age and well, absolutely. So she is, um, we're in the process of figuring out how for her to be involved with equals age students to do um, health health related things and just started yesterday and with one ministry site and my phone blew up with pictures of of kids that need help with skin conditions and hair conditions and scalp conditions and lice and and it was really funny because I showed these pictures to Brenda and her eyes lit up like she's so excited. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, we, we're all motivated by different things. Exactly. But so really excited to have Brenda. Um, she is not ours officially. Like mm-hmm. all of her support comes, she raises her support through Equals H. She works um, in another uh, area of Youth World and now they're loaning her back to us um, to visit uh, a couple ministry sites. So super excited about that. And then the last thing that I think we should mention on our quarterly update is the uh, workshops that you and I have gotten to do at Alliance Academy International, um, helping the 10th and 11th graders try to understand a global, have a more global context and understanding of what poverty is as the Ministry of Education has mandated a certain number of hours of community service for every, um, every high schooler. And so instead of just sending them out into the world without knowing what they're doing, the school had the foresight to ask us to come and be a part yeah. of that training program for them. Great. That is that is an, an amazing opportunity that we have, mainly because we do, as coordinator of teams and training, <laughs> I know that we have a beautiful curriculum of, uh, of information that we use for teams and for interns so that they are prepared to serve in the right way. But this is an amazing opportunity of just expanding that same thing, you know, that, that a school like Alliance Academy is asking us to share what we do and how we do it so that they can also reply that. It's it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's kind of the, the rough sketch of what's been yes. happening this last quarter. And we're back on the air. So we look forward <laughs> to connecting with you. If you have anything that you'd like to hear about, please write me at Cameron at educationwellshope.org and say, hey, can you touch on this topic again? Mm-hmm. We're in the process of building out um, what our episodes will look like. So thanks so much for joining us, and we'll see you soon. Please go to educationalshope.org to support this ministry financially if you feel so led. Thank you so much for everything that you do for us, and let's keep on talking. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to our Hopecast. If you want to join the mission or know more about it, please visit our webpage, www.educationequalshope.org or check our YouTube channel and Instagram with the same name.